0: Growing up in a conservative Christian home, enchanted was a bad word. It described witches and potions, spells, and evil forces. As a child, I would check out the Harry Potter series from the library or read stories about enchanted gardens because I was so curious about the magic contained in these stories. Little did I know that I wouldn't have to reach any farther than the Bible on my bookshelf to find one of the most enchanted stories ever written. The Birth of Jesus. This story isn't one of magic and potions, although there are magi and precious elements, uh, but it's nothing short of mysterious, delightful, and awe-inspiring. The season of Advent, the four weeks that lead up to Christmas, is one of great anticipation. It is a month of waiting on the Lord and celebrating the great mystery of the faith, that Christ has come and Christ will come again a glorious thing amidst our troubles we know that one day christ will come again and he will reign victorious yet for many the season is not one of anticipation rather it's filled with dread and fear some might be hesitant to see a strange family divided by political and social and racial tensions that continue in our country others might be afraid of spreading covid to their parents or grandparents or other loved ones and some might be feeling the anxiety of traveling across the country, and many, of course, are feeling the burden of holiday expenses after another difficult financial year. But, over the next four weeks, I hope that the season might provide hope and nourishment in this difficult time without dismissing the tangible concerns and felt anxiety among Christians in our nation. When I speak of an enchanted faith, I am not likening the Christian faith to a fairy tale. No, this is not a story where relatively little harm befalls the protagonist besides losing a slipper. Rather, an enchanted Christianity acknowledges the fear and despair of our lived reality, the chaos and the messiness of life. Yet from the depths of our trials and tribulations, we can smile in the mystery of God's action in the world, Our enchanted faith speaks to one who has the power to defy the limitations of our finite reality and create something new, ex nihilo, out of nothing. As James, the brother of Jesus, writes, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. How do you know that the testing of our faith produces anything good? Because God took upon the form of his creation and came to us in the depths of trial, God did not come to us from the highest ranks of the Roman Empire but in a feeding trough. God was not raised in the comfort of a palace but as an exile in a foreign land. Jesus was not employed as a great politician but ministered as a rabbi without a home. And as we know, Jesus was betrayed by his own people and murdered upon a cross. Yes, our our Lord was born into the trials of our world. But when did we forget the mystery of the Incarnation? When did our faith become disenchanted? When did God's assumption of God's own creation become a passing thought rather than an all-consuming reality? For many Christians, especially in the Western world, the mysteries historically embraced by the church have been replaced with an emphasis on empiricism and rationality. Rather than praising God, because God is beyond our comprehension, we develop systems and categories to place God in. We have tried to make sense of a God who is far beyond what we could ever imagine. We have sought to make the gospel of Jesus Christ an intellectual assent rather than a spiritual transformation. And so... What does a re-enchanted faith mean for us today? Amidst the anxiety of this Christmas season and the cultural movement that we live in, what might re-emphasizing the mysteries of our faith offer us that a disenchanted faith cannot? Most importantly, a re-enchanted faith allows us to understand our mysterious and mighty God is simultaneously sovereign over all and yet present with God's creation in suffering. In the same motion that we may raise our hands in worship of an all-powerful God, there is also an embrace of God's presence in and around us as we carry the weight of this year on our shoulders. Racial injustice, political tensions, and all the rest. St. Augustine describes the mystery through the doctrine of totus Christos, the whole Christ. Drawing from the Pauline analogy of the Church as the body of Christ, Augustine argues that in a very real, mysterious, and organic sense, the Church is the Corpus Christi, manifest on earth. Through the indwelling and the power of the Holy Spirit, we are united to Christ, and He with us. We participate in His glory, and He enters into our suffering. This, Augustine argues, is the basis for our salvation. That God would choose to be incomplete or lacking without His Church. Quote. This, of course, demands the incarnation of God. Augustine's Todus Christus relies heavily on embracing the mysteries of the faith, the Trinity. The divine mystery pro- proclaims that God exists as three in one, as three persons, co-equal and co-eternal, yet one in essence, nature, power, action, and will. So it is through this mutual indwelling and divine unity between the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit that God draws near to us. Bishop Callistos Ware notes how the mysteries of God, like the Trinity and the Incarnation, lead us to an unending depth of knowledge. As much as we might know about God, there's always more to know. Our embrace of enchantment and mystery, then, frees us from the heavy yoke of attempting to explain the mysteries of a God who is far beyond what we can possibly imagine. We, we may delight in the Trinity and the deep things of God and wonder at the Incarnation simply because they proclaim a reality that is greater than our ability to comprehend. Finally, as we begin this unique season of Advent, might we see how a re-enchanted faith opens us to the endless possibilities of worship. In other words, because our God is so great, we will never cease to create new ways, find new words, gather in new spaces to worship God. Our enchanted faith inspires us to find innovative ways to gather, commune, to worship, and to give thanks. Might we hold on to the truth, that God is with us, and that we are united together in the totus Christos, the fullness of Christ. Yes, our God is near, very near. Praise be to God.